You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. And that's what it is, though. It's We all seek individually something to boost our own egos. We all do. And whoever argues and says, I'm not egotistical, you're lying to yourself. So get over yourself. Like, we all need something to boost our own ego. Because we do, we do have this selfish desire. When I do goal setting with people, it's like, oh, I want to, you know, create this impact with these people. And I want to... Um, make people feel this way and I'm like okay what do you want for yourself uh I just want to feel good about it no 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 what you're do lying. You, what do you want I said yeah what car do you want what house do you want to live in because it's when you're honest about that sort of stuff you actually have more chance of creating all the other good stuff yeah yeah oh 100 mm-hmm. and it's people are so afraid to to do it for themselves yeah and it's you need to do it for yourself because if you're not doing it for yourself like yeah, you can change as many lives as you want. And yeah, the buzz from that is brilliant, but it's the buzz you get from that. And that, at the end of the day, is about you. Mm-hmm. And if it is just for a buzz, that's great. But it's still you that gets the buzz. Yeah, it's that, there's no such That self-fulfilling thing. prophecy. It's that episode of Friends when uh, Phoebe challenges Joy that there's no such thing as a selfless, selfless good date. Yeah, I yeah. love that episode. <laughs> it's so true. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Ricky is a fitness industry expert, having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002. We talk everything fitness, business, and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey. Welcome to another episode of the Ricky Long Podcast. This is a Jump Live special with special guest and speaker at the Jump Live event on February the 8th in Village Glasgow Hotel. I am delighted to welcome Claire Rafferty back onto the podcast. It's Claire's second time on the podcast. A lot of stuff has happened in Claire's life since her last appearance on the podcast. Um, you can listen to that episode um, another time, I think it was like episode 40 or so, this is going to be episode number 68, you can see that episode in the show notes, it's not a prerequisite that you have to listen to the first one before you listen to this one, because um, you're going to get a whole load of value in this episode of the Ricky Long podcast. Now, whether or not you're going to go to Jump Live or not, I promise you you'll get great value out of listening to this podcast, so I would love to hear your feedback on it. And if you do plan on going to Jump Live, ticket details are in the show notes at the present time of recording. There are about 26 tickets, not 26, it's terrible, that's 16 tickets left. I believe 34 tickets have been sold. Um, I'm going to sell another 16 between now and then. If you come to the event, you will get training education. So you will leave this event knowing how to train and program yourself for the rest of your life. You will get nutrition education. You will know how to eat and do calorie design and macro design for your own diet. And you will have mindset tools and goals to help you achieve your goals, to help you prevent self-sabotage and help you find inner self-belief. So we've got a lot of content to deliver that day. I'm delighted the event is sponsored by my good friend, Hugh Davis of the Strength Lab. I've got another friend, Tim Meadows, speaking at the events. And I'm delighted to welcome on the first female speaker, Claire Rafferty. Claire has turned into one of these people in my life who, we we don't talk to each other often when, and it's, it's actually good that we don't talk to each other often. We would probably catch up once a month or so, maybe once every two months. And when I say we catch up, we talk about what we're doing in our own fitness businesses. And we we kind of up make each other level up and up each other's game. So I'll hear about certain things that Claire's doing. And I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. I'll steal that. And I'm sure Claire would say the same. Well, I hope Claire says the same about me. But we definitely get a lot out of kind of talking to each other. Um, we kind we, we mentor each other just by calling out each other's bullshit and finding holes in each other. You, we call it blind spots. Um, so if you, the best way to find your blind spots is to get somebody else to point them out for you. Um, so we're very good at that for each other. Uh, so in this episode, you're going to hear a lot from what Claire's going to bring to Jump Live. 
we approach the question, what is the definition of a healthy relationship with food? Uh, we're going to speak about Claire's number one product right now, the Nutrition Hub, which I have seen, and it is awesome. Absolutely love it. Uh, so Claire goes into massive detail about that pretty much right at the start of the episode, so you're going to really, really get great value from that. Um, and then the big topic, which kind of come up about halfway through, which wasn't planned, um, why being selfish can be a catalyst to reaching your personal goals. Um, so it's a, a big one we'll kind of go into. There's a lot of mindset stuff in this podcast, Claire and I would both be heavily into personal development. We'll, we'll mention a few books in this. Um, but I have a lot of respect and love for Claire. I love what she's doing in her world, in her life. She has a, a wonderful personal story, which I do encourage you to listen to sometimes, especially on her own podcast, which is in the show notes of this. Um, but the biggest thing I want you to get out of the next hour is value. I trust that you will. Welcoming on to the Ricky Long Podcast, a Jump Live Special, sponsored by Podium for Sport, Northern Ireland Sports Retailer of the Year, is the lovely fitness professional, mentor, business professional, Claire Rafferty. Welcoming onto the podcast for the second time, but for the first time from your new apartment in London. It's Claire Rafferty. Yeah, baby. Hello. Delighted to have you back on. This is obviously a Jump Live special as you're going to be coming to Jump Live in Glasgow on February the 8th to chat all things nutrition. But just before we do that, for maybe people who haven't heard from you before, haven't listened to my podcast before, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yay! So thanks for having me on. I am, and I'm really excited to be coming to jump. Um, yeah, I, oh, I'm just so excited. 2020 is like already turning out to be such an epic year, um, and it's only what the 14th of January, That's two weeks good. in, yeah. two weeks in. It's mad. Um, so yeah, as you just lovely said, I am setting my lovely new apartment. Um, so I moved to London just. God, I think my last podcast I had with you, I was living in London. I was in an absolutely horrendous apartment and really not enjoying life. I was doing the slug of being a PT. Um, And if anyone's ever been a PT in London, you'll know it's not fun. Okay, why is that? Why is that? It's just relentless hours Mm -hmm. and not a lot of money. Like if you can um, work self-employed or independently, and you can get enough clients then great. I mean, there's plenty of people in London, let's face it, but to work in a kind of decent gym or a decent space, Mm -hmm. um, it's very expensive and you don't get paid a lot per hour. Trading time for money is just not the way to go if you want to be successful. So yeah, that's what I was doing last time we caught up. Obviously I was running the online, um and I was just kind of bumbling about trying to figure out what I was doing with my life and I had lots of plans um since then all those plans have completely changed but it's been great (laughs) um it's been really good so um I've always had the nutrition hub bubbling away in the background now for about two years and over the last maybe five six months it's kind of really become my main center point of coaching um and the clients I now all take on are very much focused predominantly around mindset, around nutrition, first and foremost. Um, based on, obviously, like, if anyone's listening, they'll know that I compete. If you don't know that I compete, then my background is bodybuilding. And I know from that particularly, like, your mindset around your food is be all and end all. And even as a general population, like, you your mindset around food is everything and there's just so much confusion um and so much can i swear yeah yeah go ahead ahead. okay just checking i'm gonna say there's so much bullshit out there (gasps) around i know exactly but i did ask permission um (laughs) just around food and what you should do and what you shouldn't do and i think there's just so much out there that's confusing everyone so i've spent since we last caught up a lot of my attention on just clearing it all up and making it simple for general population to good, understand good luck, Claire. Good luck. Good luck. how to eat foods. <laughs> like it's, you're fighting. It feels like I'm on a constant uphill battle every uh-huh. single day. Um, 
but it's a battle I'm willing to accept. And if for every single person that gets that change, mindset-wise around food, I feel like I've won the lottery. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing lately. I'm still working at Third Space, but I'm now group exercise lead instructor at Tower Bridge, which is like the best gym on the entire planet. So, Do you know what? I see pictures of you working and training there. And I think Nat Locke trains in... Yeah, baby. In, uh, yeah, you're Third Space as well. And I just look at it and I'm just like, like so nice. Like, nah. like, like it looks... It, it's a cross between some like really, really high class like wine bar and yeah. the gym. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it looks nice. It's your third space. Like, you know, you got your home, you got your work, you got your third space. It's like got to be nice. It's got to be classy. So, yeah, it's blessed. So jealous. I'm so jealous. How do you feel about going into your franchise and opening a third space somewhere west of Glasgow? <laughs> I'll uh, ask the guys at work what they think. Perfect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll I, put the feelers out. Awesome. I have about two three thousand pounds cash to invest <laughs> you know I, I could i could find that you know bef- yeah. before the 31st because obviously tax returns are due <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i mean that that might get you some towels for a week <laughs> oh dear. so um we'll, we'll touch our mindset and nutrition what what's the common thing like i'm sure there's loads but what's the common challenge you find you have with people the same conversation you're having with people and people over and over again uh there's a couple definitely a couple there's more than a couple but there's a few that you know when you say that two things really spring to mind and the the first is just the when you first talk to someone about wanting to lose weight before you get into even their why or you start to dig into any of that mindset struggle that they've got just on a surface level when you have a first conversation with someone they already believe they are not eating a lot of food and they already believe that they are eating healthy and quite often they're like yeah i'm only having yogurt for breakfast i'm having salad for lunch i'm having salad for dinner i'm doing all the good things i'm eating all the good things i don't understand why i'm not losing weight and that tends to be the the first primary conversation i have with most people that i now work with because you and i both know that that then leads into a conversation of well you're lying to yourself Mm. and you're lying you're lying to me right now so um, you do need to be very sensitive with these topics and I think it's it's made me be a lot more sensitive with the clients that I take on and it's really challenged me quite a lot to now be able to get into conversations with people around okay well why are you saying that this is all you're eating and what are you actually eating and then it dives into a whole world of binge eating yo-yo dieting mindset around food um, And then more often than not, the second thing that then always comes up is that emotional response that people have to food. And, oh yeah, but I had this going on, or oh yeah, I had that going on, or oh yeah, there was this. And it's always a stress, an action, and a relief. And it's Mm -hmm. constantly time and time again when you get into conversations, it's a stress, action, relief that keeps coming up. Hmm. When you say people are lying about what they're eating, do you sometimes find that whilst they're not telling the truth but it's sometimes just due to lack of their own education like without them knowing it's a lack of their education yeah so for example they think uh they could i've experienced this people are eating a chicken caesar salad thinking it's really really healthy meanwhile it's about 900 calories just for that salad and they're maybe having like a, a cappuccino with it and they don't realize that that'll add up to be possibly half a person's daily allowance yeah and that's, yeah, that's a totally other angle, I suppose, that I'm not skimming over. But, yeah, it's, it's there. And it's, especially where I live and work now, you, you cannot buy a salad that's not coated in two litres of dressing. I love London. And it's just, <laughs> like, it's, you go to some incredible places. Like, you know, you've got Crush, you've got Leon, you've got all these amazing places that have all these health foods and they have calories on the menu and that's not the problem it's yeah okay that meal's only got 600 calories in it and you know exactly what you're eating but it is the the coffee the muffin the box of quality streets 
the behave, five glasses of wine. The behave pizza. yourself. I, I'm just after training and I haven't had my dinner yet, so behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this was a long time to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is like people are just so not aware of what's in foods and what's what they're putting in their bodies, and it's there's just such lack of actual education out there. Yeah. And it's yeah. painful. It's it's rife. Like not just in the fitness industry, but just in general. Um, I've been rubbing a few people up the wrong way recently with some posts about the fitness industry. And one of the things I always stuck on, and any gym managers listening to this, I mean, I think gyms in many ways are a fraud because most people come to the gym to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest factors in weight loss is nutrition. But yet a gym will not give you anything as part of your membership about nutrition yeah instead what they'll do is sell you supplements which is the top of the nutritional pyramid of hierarchy it's literally like taking your new gym member and saying brand new to the gym where you go down there and do a one rep max of a snatch that's literally what you've done with them just on a diet terms and i just kind of i really do the more and more i think about it and it's probably the first time i've said out loud the gym industry is a bit of a fraud because Maybe they should be, oh, what a plug, what a seamless link. Maybe they should be like nutrition hubs with a little bit of exercise. Oh, thanks. That's what I do. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's so, what I do. Oh, how that, how that works out. Um, <laughs> so the nutrition hub, the, I remember the last time we were on the nutrition hub was just kind of launching. Yes. Um, so how, what is, how has the nutrition hub done since its launch? Um, how much is what does the journey look like, success stories? Just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so when I first started the Nutrition Hub, it was um, everything that I knew on nutrition. And it was in, you know, uh, three sequence introductory videos, followed by 15 bonus education videos, um, 60 plus recipes, uh, different interchangeable meal plans based on calorie guides and calorie goals, um, and then just loads of modes of information. And it was really successful in that people had so many meal options, so many choices, and these education videos to get them started. But we are, I felt that it lost its way, and through chatting with the, the members about it, was there was never anything that was like week-on-week progress check-in and kind of touch and back base to really make sure people were getting the change and getting the mindset and getting the development, but also that people were being educated on a consistent basis. So, I mean, if you've got anyone that listens that runs a business or you know yourself, quite often for, for, for a plan to work, you can give someone the best plan on the freaking planet you can give them the all singing, all dancing, bells and whistles plan. But unless you have a connection with that person and unless that person is able to work with you in some capacity to make progress, you're, you're just giving them a plan. Like they can download free on Google. They can download free from anywhere. And a huge part of the, the buy-in in our industry is that you're buying into a person, you're buying into their beliefs, you're buying into their strategy. And I felt like there wasn't enough of me within the hub as a coach. So we stopped, we reassessed. I sat down with Robin, sat down with Lizzie, sat down with Tommy, thought about loads of different things and was like, what I need this to be is I need it to be... <laughs> copying someone else in the industry that I heard them I actually heard them give a talk and they said something they were like well that sounds really clever no one's done that and I was like well there you go that's what I'm doing Um, and it's basically now broken down into a 12-week structure where in week one to four we just look at helping people understand portions and helping people feel full and helping people start to get rid of cravings, get rid of snacking, get rid of those habits around binging. And we really look at mindset um, that comes in the form of audios and education videos. And then as we move into the second section, we really start to address calories and total daily energy expenditure and um, basic metabolic rates and where do calories actually fit into the argument and you know how many calories should you be cutting week on week um, and really looking at the actual education around 
you know, we, we don't go from 2000 calories a day to 800 calories a day and expect to sustain that and looking at why that's just bullshit and why that doesn't work and why that causes rebound and damage and negative relationships. And then as we move into the final stages, um, I look more at, you know, proteins, kind of a little bit of impact on why, you know, people are training, why they need to have proteins and carbs and fats, um, and then sleep and stress, and then how to take everything you've learned over the 12 weeks and actually continue it forward um, into life. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm sitting here, I'm just, I'm thinking about the, the sentence you said about copying people, and people are, you get a lot of copycats in the industry, but the danger is if, if you're going to, copy someone's idea what you don't appreciate is the groundwork that goes into it so just yeah. anyone listen to this um how roughly how many hours of video and audio are included <laughs> in nutrition hub can we not even try and summarize that because i honest to goodness i feel like i didn't i sat so i sat with robin for a full day doing the 12 week videos okay so that was over Christmas, that was like, it was about a seven or eight hour shift just doing the, the videos. Yeah, I remember seeing it on your Instagram, yeah. And then I also decided that I wanted to do an audio every second day. Of course you did. Why, of course why I not? did. Be- yeah, of course. Because, <laughs> because the, the, my huge point with it is, is that people need that connection and they need they need to, to feel like they're working with me. So I was like, how can I give them as my time and give them as much as possible? so that they've got me but they've not actually got me like and I can make it at such a low ball price Mm -hmm. that anyone can do it and anyone can have my knowledge and education and anyone can learn from me but they can do it at their own pace they can make it flexible around them but it's consistent so that I'm constantly in their ear and I'm constantly on them so that you do feel like you've got that person you know watching over you so yeah I decided to do uh, audio for every second day which I still have one to finish. I'm not going to tell you what week of the course it is, but like that's the extent. There's an we just realised the other day there's an audio still missing on the course. Mm. Um, I'm one short out of 36. Uh, I only done 35. <laughs> the stress. So, I can see the stress in I, your face. Honestly, <laughs> because everything fit perfectly. The topics fit perfectly across 35. My math. I don't know how I didn't get <laughs> three twelves or 36. <laughs> Most of the that's, time, yeah. That's the extent of what this is like, the amount of time that it takes. Like simple math on audios doesn't uh-huh. equate. Um, and then there was also all the PDF handouts, um, the menus, the additional guides, um, the supplementation guides, like every weekly check-in, downloadable tracking form, goal-setting form, time management form, you name it. Like, everything had to be made. I think I didn't sleep for maybe three days. I just sat at my computer and was like, for three days, this is where I am. Mm. This is happening. Um, Plus, it was all the in-between, like, editing and setting up canvas and titles. And I can't even... It was, like, three months of my life at least two hours a day for three months yeah and it's just i'm so proud of it now because i was like it's done but oh my gosh like i can't even nobody do it unless you are committed and you know that it's good have you had critical feedback on it yet um i've just had a lot of people so what i'm also doing as well (laughs) more more of course <laughs> is a i've set up a specific nutrition hub facebook group so i've got everyone that's okay. currently in the hub in that group and i'm going live in there once a week yeah um and i'm getting a lot of feedback and a lot of engagement in the group so it's actually been really positive so far and people are loving the recipes trying the recipes they're loving the supplement kit um and they're loving the videos and some of the people, some of them are like, Oh my God, I never even thought about that. Or, Oh, this audio really helped me today. And so I'm getting good feedback. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's still in its very early stages of now it's solidified. This is who I am and this is mm. what I'm all about. And um, so, yeah, it's an exciting, exciting time. Yeah. It took me. So when I built jump, jump had obviously been in existence since like 20 
2017 as Jump, um, but it kind of existed before that, just in a series of Facebook groups. Um, and things were noted down in Facebook groups, you know, where you're having to scroll and scroll and yeah. get good content. And I, I collated it all together. That was, I think I started drinking that day at about 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Um, and I was just behind a laptop in the hotel doing it. And then it was over the next two or three weeks I started to put it together, including all the videos, et cetera, et cetera. And it was, it was that I asked about the feedback question because my mentor at the time offered to give me feedback on it. And I was just like, I would, but I'm just, I'm not ready just yet. My clients are going through it. They seem happy enough. I'll... I'll come to you when I'm ready. And long story short, I'm on I'm on the different mentor and he went through he's in the process of going through it now, giving me critical feedback on it, because I'm going to be doing a whole rewrite in March. So all the videos being done again, um, nice. all the downloads being done again, all the audio has been done again. I have written them in my notes here. All right, so Claire Rafferty's doing an audio every other day, considering yeah. Um, so stuff like that so he's been going through it and it took me ages to ask for that feedback and it's because to relate back to what you just said it's I know the amount of stress <laughs> and pressure that went into this and by the way by the way you're a lot smarter than me because you you have a robin yeah, I don't have well, a robin yeah. I edit the videos myself I edit so the audio well. myself so uh yeah maybe oh. I need a robin you need to get, like, Robin, I'll give you your number. I think I'll offer you to give you your number before, actually. I'll give you your number. And just, I couldn't do this without a Robin and without a Lizzie. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Having support has just, and I'm now, like, I'm on the hunt for more people. So, you know, anyone what listening, you if you, I need a content writer. Okay. So, basically, I need someone who's going to go through my nutrition hub and turn it all into content for Instagram. Ah, oh, right. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. So most of the content's there. And then once they understand my language, understand my style, they can then help me with content. Um, I'm getting a financial advisor. That's scary. Mm-hmm. That is, that's like real life scary. Yeah. And I still need to find a new accountant. <laughs> Two weeks left. <laughs> I've already done it for this year. I'm good for this year. It's for next year. I, uh, but yeah, it feels weird to be like, oh my goodness. My uh, team is growing, but that's the goal for this year is just to keep growing right. and just, yeah, hoping that by the end of the year to start having some coaches work in the nutrition hub mm-hmm. um, and getting involved in the Facebook group and yeah, yeah. running we, it through there. We, I think I was sitting beside you when you created the, uh, the Instagram page for nutrition yes. hub. Yeah. Yes. So uh, anyone listening, you can go and follow, obviously you can follow Claire on at Claire Rafferty. Raf Fitness, is it? Yes. Uh, no, yeah. just clear Raf right now. Yeah, find it there. And then it's at Nutrition Hub. Um, so I know yeah. you have an Instagram page. And I assume that Facebook group is private. Yeah, it's just for people that buy the hub. So I've got Excellent. still the business Raf Fitness page, mm-hmm. um, which people are free to join. It's there. And um, we share all our content on it and kind of jump in and out for lives and share stuff like that. But it's mostly all my attention is on the Nutrition Hub. Um, Was that the plan? You know, yeah. It was the plan, yeah. It was the plan. I need to, I'm very much, you know, you always hear people are like, put all your eggs and, you know, focus on one thing, get one thing, really thrive and really successful. So for me, the the coaching has been great, the one-to-one, and I absolutely love it. But going back to time for money and hours and all the rest of it, like I need a group format thing to really work and thrive, like, so that's where all my time, effort, energy is going from a business side because I've got third space and I've got network marketing. And so it's just trying to keep it all in its pockets now. Yeah. yeah. Just sort of ask. So a lot of my attention obviously goes on jump um, and it wasn't quite the plan. Um, but I love doing it and I love, I love my Facebook group with everyone. I love the results people get and like, Anyone listening to this, this is going to sound really, really a little bit arrogant, but see when I get, you know, the, the messages through from people, oh, I've lost weight, you know, I've lifted X amount in the gym. They're great, don't get me wrong, but it's when I get the message through. So there was, the one that stands out is there was a non-group fitness instructor. So it, it was a group fitness enthusiast participant mm-hmm. came on to the program 
and within six weeks she booked her level two did her level two and she is now an rpm instructor nice because she's had that shift in mentality and confidence in herself yeah and that that's better for me and another one of my clients she's just finished jump and now she has started doing like business coaching with myself because she now understands that she's worth more um to use the term you've just used that you know kind of active income time for money um so we've she now wants to um make a transition from teaching a shit amount of group exercise classes per week cut that down so she has a more time with her family which is really important for anyone and b just create that bigger uh, it's a bit of a wanky term but that bigger impact on more people yeah and that's Um, what it is though it's we all seek individually something to boost our own egos we all do and whoever argues and says i'm not egotistical you're lying to yourself so get over yourself like we all need something to boost our own ego and that's what book have you just read that's straight out of that book i haven't read a book that's straight out of like my beliefs it's probably in a book have i read a book before you put on your instagram today the audible book audible oh go for no i'm on go for no just now okay I just, just the way you said that was kind of like, oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Because we do, we do have this selfish desire. When I do goal setting yeah. with people, it's like, oh, I want to, you know, create this impact with these people and I want to um, make people feel this way. And I'm like, okay, what do you want for yourself? Uh, I just want to feel good about it. No, no, no. What You're do lying. You, what <laughs> do you want? I said, yeah. What car do you want? What house do you want to live in? Because it's when you're honest about that sort of stuff, you actually have more chance of creating the, all the other good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's, people are so afraid to, to do it for themselves. Yeah. And it's, you need to do it for yourself because if you're not doing it for yourself, like, yeah, you can change as many lives as you want. And yeah, the buzz from that is brilliant, but it's the buzz you get from that. And that at the end of the day is about you. Mm-hmm. And if it is just for a buzz, that's great. But it's still you that gets the buzz. Yeah, it's that. There's no such that self-fulfilling thing. prophecy. It's that episode of Friends when uh, Phoebe challenges Joey that there's no such thing as a selfless, selfless good deed. Yeah, I yeah. love that episode. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's when because Friends if, got philosophical. <laughs> yeah, because if you get any sense of pleasure from doing something, you're selfish. It's, it's no longer <laughs> selfless. Yeah, and like you can't do something in this world without it. You know. Yeah. Oh dear. I can sit and chat all day, Raph. I can sit and chat all day. <laughs> we we need to do this more often. <laughs> yeah. I think your listeners will hate the sound of our voices together soon. Oh, they already <laughs> hate the sound of my voices. I have multiple voices. <laughs> right, so it's it's January. It is a new year. It's a new you for a lot of people. I, I just like to make casual observations when I'm in the gym. And our, okay. our new gym, shout out for Emmerclyde Leisure, by the way. They have recently just had a multi-million pound refurb. You name a piece of techno gym equipment, it's in our gym. It's absolutely incredible. Um, nice. And one machine they've got, they've actually got three of these, which they have just recently um, installed, are the 2020 new fitness machine of the year. Never been seen before. Stirmaster. <laughs> Everyone's nice. on a Stirmaster this year, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's how you burn calories, is it not? Well, yeah, but it, it, it really is the, <laughs> the fad thing. Everyone's on it. So there's three of these in, at, in the gym, and at yeah. no point is one of them ever sitting idle for longer than a couple of minutes. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's funny because I had a really funny conversation maybe about the end of last week um, with a yogi in work. And, oh, my God, I love her. Like, absolutely love her. And we were talking about, you know, like, she doesn't lift weights. She's yogi through and through. Like, yoga is life. Like, anything body weight, she is your gal. Um, and she's just incredible at her performance, her art, like, whatever way you want to look at it. And uh, she was talking about, yeah, but I need to tone my bum a little bit. So I've been going on the Stairmaster. Yes. And it's, <laughs> and it's been helping. And I just had that little, oh, my goodness moment. But then in the same breath, I was like, it probably is helping you because 
all you do is yoga. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, and she was like, my bum is definitely firmer and it's more toned and it's got a good shape. And I was like, do you know what? Each to their own. Like, yeah. but please don't go promoting that <laughs> <laughs> to anyone. Um, so 2020 is definitely the year oh. of the Star Master. I was, I was trying to look around and just 2019. Uh, you're part of this group, by the way. The Barbell Hip Thrust Brigade. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That was like the 2019 move. Um, and then 2018 was all about the hex bar. It was like hex bar for absolutely <laughs> everything. Everything. Yeah, and now it's very much uh, the Stirmaster, in my opinion, in my observation, and these vibrating massage machines. Oh my gosh. That do you have one? Post, do you have one? No, I do not. <laughs> and I will not be getting one after that post you posted. <laughs> I was like, like, that's just when you know Ricky Long is below the belt. Yeah. I was just like... I seen it and I was just like, I don't, I, I want to look away, but I also want to read it. <laughs> mm -hmm. For anyone listening that hasn't seen it, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Basically, if you're not aware of what's come into the industry and I, well, I call it a fad. It's very, very popular right now. Um, is massage guns. Now they come under a number of different brands. Theragun seems to be like the one making the most noise. Um, and it's basically a massage gun. You put it against your skin, you put it against your muscle and it will, shake and vibrate your muscle and i playfully just innocently made a comment that anyone who owns a massage gun massage gun you're not fooling anyone and that kind of escalated on instagram stories which turned into a picture of a female with a um very very large massage vibrator thing it was a good post. It was really, it was a, what is it, a clickbait? Like, yep. it was definitely clickbait. Yeah. It, it got the attention, and that's what it's about. Oh, there was no caption underneath it? All I no, wrote it was underneath nothing. it, was, it was we nothing. all know. Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing. It was yeah. a wasted clickbait. <laughs> we all know what you're doing. I'm, I'm getting really, really pissed off with Instagram right now, you know? Oh, why? Your likes are up No, my likes are probably higher than they've been in a long time but it's just the whole game and that it's like sometimes you post for the sake of posting like the yeah. quote unquote make the algorithm like you and i was gonna say yeah i'm gonna mess my time window i need to post again yeah it's like oh it's no after, it's, it's after no. half eight so there's no point in posting or it's after 10 a.m there's no point in posting and it's kind of like who am i posting for am i posting for the, the people who follow me or am i posting for me or am i and this is i think this is the dangerous people to post for the people the, the people who follow me friends you know in the hope that all right i post something and i hope that claire rafferty will tag the perfect person on my post and that person will start following me do you know what i mean that's and it, yeah that's yeah. not the game yeah and i think a lot of people definitely do that and we all fall into that trap you know oh th this will be the post that will go viral this will be you know the Charlie bit my finger video on YouTube? You yes. Know, th this will be my moment. I'll post this picture of the woman with her mass vibrating massager. And th this will be me. I'll be, you know, 50 million thousand likes. It's not really a number. But it's kind of like, and I'm just kind of, I posted a picture today. And it, it was literally, what, what, I posted my, what do you call it, from Twitter, the quote from Twitter. And I had a big caption I was going to write, and I just thought, nah, the quote does enough, post, and just left it. And I actually felt so much better about it. Yeah, it's almost like removing that stress. Like, you've really got to, yeah, who are you posting for? Uh, it always comes down to, like, are you speaking to one person? Mm -hmm. And does that one person engage with your post? If, if they do, then you've done your job. But yeah. it's mad. I am... Um, I've kind of fallen out of love with Instagram lately. I just can't be bothered with it. I think everyone is. I, th I think there's Instagram stories as, as good as ever because it's a really, really good way to talk to that audience. But I think yeah. the news feed itself, um, I, I'm, I am kind of losing that little bit of trust in it and love. You know, people say the algorithm's broken. And one of the reasons I've heard that the algorithm's broken, I've heard this mentioned somewhere. Don't know if it's true. Just, I, I liked it. It said, the algorithm's broken because there's like five or six times as many um, posts 
yeah. raw users because there's so yeah. many bots involved in it now. Yeah, so basically, like the yeah, it's that simple way it's explained around. You know, if every person's now no longer just following fifty people, every person's now following one thousand people, mm-hmm. and if you're posting. Yeah. And it's based on, yeah, whether it's based on the, the, the likes of that person's like last or whatever. But if you post at 10 o'clock in the morning, that person goes on at 11 and there's 300 people that that person's following that's posted in that time. They ain't seen your post. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And it is as simple as that. And then when you even start to look at explore pages and whatnot, with the absolute volume of users, like as much as the, the explore pages have started to niche down or niche down or whatever word we're using, what word actually is it in English anymore? I don't even know. Is it niche or niche? I don't know. I, I try not to say it. <laughs> I say avatar. <laughs> it's so American. I don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, even the algorithm, like, it doesn't help. Like, oh, I heard someone the other day, they were like, don't use hash. It was a, oh, it was a millennial thing. It was like, she was about 16 or something. And she was like, oh my God, don't use hashtags. Like hashtags are not cool, and you're never gonna, you're never actually gonna get noticed if you use hashtags anymore. And I was just like, wait, what? Anyway, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why is a sixteen-year-old telling me not to use hashtags? And Jamie Alderton uh, did. It was a. I don't know whether it was his own. He was on the Rob Moore podcast, and he spoke about his daughter and how he has set up an Instagram and a TikTok and a YouTube channel for his daughter. Now to give people context on this is his daughter, I want to say five or six years old. I mean, she she is by all means a child. And some people frown at that because you're exposing the child to the internet and social media. And we, we all know the, the dangers in that. But he likens it to, well, this is like me opening a savings bank for and putting in a pound every day. So as when yeah. she turns 18, there's 20,000 followers you're basically now eligible to be a brand influencer, get a job, whatever it is. Um, and I remember listening to that and thinking, first of all, Jamie, that's a brilliant idea. I absolutely love that because he controls the whole thing. She doesn't control it. He controls it. Yeah. So first of all, I thought it was brilliant. And then I just thought to myself, how many people, back to what you just said, are going to be on Instagram and on TikTok, et cetera, et cetera, in the next three, five, seven years? So it's that that space we're all fighting for, you know. If you've, yeah. you know, if you've a thousand followers, and this, what does it say? If you post, only up to like two or three percent are going to see that post. Yes. And that's only if they that two or three percent engage with you. If they don't engage with you, they're going to see somebody else's post. Yeah. So it's like I think I think Instagram's broke. Like the the news feed <laughs> section broke. of it, I, I think it's broken. I think the algorithm in itself, it's kind of like suffocated. I just, yeah, I, it's not that I've lost. I just can't be bothered with it. Mm. I'm like, I'm, I'm, too much thought goes into it. I now post, if people engage, great. I have a conversation with them. If they don't, then I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'll make an effort to talk to people who I think would fit my mm. business, fit my model. And it is almost going back now to striking up a conversation with a stranger. And you're just having to do that online. Yeah, totally. And uh, on that note, I was going to say about millennials to do with, oh yeah, like the average millennial now, what are you going to be when you grow up? Not millennials, what are they called? They're like Generation the Y. Generation Z, Y, whatever. Yeah. Like they all want to be influencers. We are so old. We're just, I don't know what they're called. They're all so young. So <laughs> <laughs> the worst of it is, like Robin and I had a podcast, Robin Lee, and uh, I'm pretty sure during that podcast we actually Googled it because we couldn't remember what they were called. It's like Gen yeah. Z or Gen Y or something. I think it's Gen Z. Don't know, but they all want to be influencers when they grow up. It's ridiculous. Gen Z years. Gen Z refers to a generation that was born between 1996 and 2010 following millennials. Yeah. Uh, Gen Y is... 60s. Gen Y is short for Generation Y. Yes, thank you very much, Google. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From the mid... Sorry, from the 1980s to the mid-90s. So it's Generation Y 
millennials, and then Generation Z. Is that right? I think you missed the you've missed ninety to two thousand. Was that oh? Oh wait, it's ninety to two thousand millennials. Oh, I thought two thousand to two thousand. Oh, I don't know. This is the worst. Podcast. Yeah, so I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Oh, I've got a I've got a nice picture. I've got baby boomer which is out of focus. That's really, really useful. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, so we've got, oh, Jesus. The silent generation is 1925 to 1945. Oh. Baby Boomers is 1946 to 1963. Gen X is 64 to 78. Millennials or Generation Y, interesting, is 79 to 95. What? Um, yeah, so it's Millennials or Generation Y is 79 to 95 and gen z is 96 to 2010 so who's now like 2011 to now oh, hold on oh million dollar question after what's after generation z they've run out of letters oh they have haven't they um 20s we're back to the noise um i can't you go. Does anyone know what they're called nowadays? That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> I feel like we should go on Instagram Live at the same time. <laughs> Maybe they just haven't made it up yet. Google doesn't know, so it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Google doesn't know, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, it's like I remember. So when I was in school, back yes. in the day. Now, bear in mind, I'm 24 now, so I left school in 2002 when I was 16, do the maths. And it was blackboards. Like, you didn't have whiteboards properly then. Right. And, no, and phones were forbidden in school. Yeah. Like, if you were caught with a phone, it was taken off you, your parents were called, and you got it back. Your parents got it back either that day, and then you never saw it again. But anyway, um, whereas now kids are being encouraged to use laptops to use yeah. ipads on a day-to-day -day basis for basic tasks so it's like what is that yet to be named baby who was born in 2011 what are they going to be like when they are the same age as you and me at 24 um they'll all have blue light glasses oh i've got mine <laughs> <laughs> there, there's going to be this generation of just everyone wearing glasses yeah, and the computers will be on the inside of them. Yeah, I'll be sick. And they'll have like one earbud in all the time. <laughs> That's happening now. <laughs> I know. Do, do, I know you have, do you have these earpods? Nah, I iPod don't. Buds? No. I feel a little bit sad and a little bit left out, to be honest. Do you know what? I hated them until uh, Lindsay's daughter Emily got a pair of them and she walks around the house and I'm just like, ooh. Oh, and them. They're kind of cool. I, so, I hate it when I don't know that someone's got them in and I'm yes. having a conversation with them and they're like, oh, sorry. Yes. I'm like, oh, I could slap you right now. <laughs> yeah. You Have did it. just do that to me. Happens quite often in our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. Oh, crikey. Well, that's digressed from all things fitness. Oh, love it, love it. What, what, <laughs> so you have changed job and you are now looking after group exercise product? Um, so I'm what they call a lead instructor. I had to get that word right there. So I'm in the Tower, so I'm in Tower Bridge Club. So I like basically teach mostly across strength and conditioning and cycle. And then I do a little bit of rig and athletic. But I've kind of shrunk all my programs right down and I'm trying to more focus and specialize within SNC um because we've just launched a new concept called force which is on the beat barbells dumbbells step you probably think of it close to another program that you've maybe heard of in the past um and I'm kind of running with that right now which I'm absolutely loving of course mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm having so much fun and just hoping that 2020 can start to move me a little bit further forward within kind of the SNC development and a little bit of connection and performance around coaching and class delivery um, and just kind of seeing what I can do there to what make everyone to even better. Yeah, well, what do you want to do when you say about moving forwards? What are you thinking? 
Um, so I'd really like to get more involved in the education. Like education's me, right? That's why I've got a nutrition hub. That's why I do weekly lives. It's why I'm on this planet is to educate and help people. It fills me with absolute joy to see people improve in whatever area of their life that they want to improve on. So I am wanting to get into education more within third space. Um, obviously my strengths are within SNC, but it's just it's still a very new club. It's still a very new business. It's There's so many changes going on right now. So it's just a case of keep doing what I'm doing um, and hope that, yeah, something comes up that's like fulfills me even more. Can I come visit you? Yeah. Awesome. I'm on holiday. The day, <laughs> the day after Jump Live where I'm going to be down in, say, my cousin's. So I'll take oh. a wee trip. So from the 9th-ish, 10th-ish, I'll be down in Surrey. So I can oh. take a train into that London. Come see you. Come, come and play in third space. Come play in third space. I think you'll love it. Yeah. You would love Canadian Wharf. But, so is, you're going to have to come to Tower Bridge. Good coffee. Good yeah. coffee, Canary Wharf. Everywhere's good coffee, don't they? Yay! Right, you are coming to Jump Live. You're going to be chatting all things mindset and nutrition. What, yes. What's your big promise? What's your value proposition for your 60-minute speaking slot? Oh, value. What am I promising? Um, my goal, obviously, we've got... You've, yeah, you've released him, right? I've, I've released him. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, when was people like, oh, <laughs> have, they, they know about Hugh... So we recorded Hugh's podcast today. It's going out at the end of the week and yours is going out. So this podcast is you going out to the world. By the way, Claire and Ricky are doing an event together. Why Claire and Ricky? And they're like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, it's happening. And Tim yeah. and Hugh and Lindsay and what? I know. I know. Everyone's going to lose their mind. I know. I, uh, okay. Okay. So yeah, so everyone knows obviously about Tim. Um, so the time I'm is obviously a lot more science-based nutrition. He's the man for talking to you about macros. That would make me fall asleep. Love you, Tim. Not, um, Tim, Tim <laughs> does like a rant though. So Tim is going to rant macros to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know we might need to like make sure some people have got some earbuds. Um, <laughs> nah, that's harsh. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to do more of the mindset stuff. So I just really hope that between obviously Tim giving them the practical education um, that I can just help them figure out that kind of stress action relief that they've got around food. And, you know, a lot of time people associate that stress to be with a negative thing. And that stress isn't actually always with a negative thing. It could be the stress of a 40th birthday party. It could be the stress of an exam. It could be the stress of a work deadline. It could be the stress of I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough for life. It could be the stress of relationship, whatever that stress is. Um, and then that um, action that we then take and that habitual, you know, it's ingrained within us whenever we feel that trigger dare I say, whenever you feel that trigger, what is the action that you associate with it? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the relief that that gives you and the kind of mindset shifts that we can have around um, replacing that um, ha action, can't speak, replacing that action with another action to create another relief that gives you a similar response, but is maybe a healthier relief response and doesn't send you into the negative spiral of stress action relief that leads back to more stressed about eating that food that leads to more negative action that leads to more relief and like people get into this endless cycle and um, so I'm hoping to kind of talk a little bit about that and then yeah I just want to you know address the room a little and see who in the room does feel like they understand what a good relationship with food looks like and mm -hmm. um, from a mental perspective um, and actually see what people think a good relationship with food is in a sentence. What does that mean? And mm. um, so people are listening to this, they can start to think, oh my God, what is a good relationship with food? Like, what does that mean? What does health mean? Something um, about that right now. It's like, it's like yeah. when Tim asks the question, what is clean eating? And you're like, oh, like I, I know, but if I'm to actually make that a tangible sentence, it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Like, oh, what, what is a good relationship with food? I know. 
but how to make that tangible hmm. yeah I, I might need a minute <laughs> and it's the thing is like it's it's not a, it's one of those ones that's not a single answer for everyone but to have a, a good or a healthy relationship with food it, at, at the end of the day it does come down to your mindset and your beliefs around what food is and as soon as you start identifying food as good or bad or as soon as you start to identify I need to diet to lose weight or as soon as you identify oh I can't eat that because it's got sugar or fats are bad or ketogenics the only way to be healthy or vegans the only way to be healthy and um, as soon as you start in these territories like you're you're giving your brain so many mixed signals mm-hmm. that naturally you're just going to mess up and naturally you're going to end up in a negative place with foods um, and I suppose that's what obviously brings it back to where the hub has come from and why I'm now on this absolute mission to get people to stop dieting before they diet because um, it's just everyone's in a mess and I put this quote up on uh, social once upon a time is your life is not about counting calories. Yeah. It's not though. (laughs) Exactly. If you spend your life either being in a diet or counting calories, that's the definition. Oh, that's the definition of a bad relationship with food. Yes. No, yes. I'll get myself a good. good <laughs> I can tell you what a bad one is. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and big important question for Jump Live. So we're going to finish the day at around about four, four thirty. Will you be having drinks afterwards? Oh. Don't know. Huh. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We what kind of question is that? <laughs> it is also the day Scotland play uh, oh, the rugby. So obviously we're Glasgow, so they'll all be in Edinburgh. Um, but Rangers are also at home that day, so I imagine the Village Hotel will have a pretty good atmosphere in it. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I am very, very grateful for you coming to Jump Live, and I'm very, very grateful for you giving such a great value in this podcast as well um i've thoroughly enjoyed it we need to do more of these we need a it's been fun we need a rick and raff cast oh my gosh can you imagine rick and raff cast raff and rick raff cast oh you should raff use, cast you should use that anyway um <laughs> rick raff rick raff rick raff it's like riff raff but rick raff yeah the, the rick raff show I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll brainstorm. Um, we'll brainstorm. <laughs> so quickly before you go, where can people find you on social? I am at Claire underscore Rafferty underscore. Keeping it simple, my name does not have an I. Um, I'm Irish. And then uh, at Nutrition Hub underscore is obviously the Nutrition Hub site. And then if they want, they can head to my website, same one it was last time, www.raffitness.online. Um, and they can find out about coaching and packages and nutrition and podcast. Perfect. I'll put all that in the show notes. I will also put the link for the first podcast we did together. And I'll also put the link for your own podcast, which is called Real. Just Real? Do you, want to explain, do you want me to explain what Real is? Well, well will they find it if they just search for Real and I just. Well, you have to search uh, dots between each letter, r.e.a.l. Okay. Real. I'll put the link there anyway, and people can get yeah. it, because it's a good podcast. Um, I've got to be honest, I haven't listened to the episode with you and Lindsay just yet. Um, have you not? I haven't listened. I've just been out for three days. I feel terrible. Um, but I have listened to I've the other had, episodes. I uh, have had a lot of an increase in followers since Lindsay's podcast. Awesome. So... Uh, Big shout to Lindsay for that. Awesome. I'll get I, uh, Lindsay people are to, also enjoying it. I'll get Lindsay to send you an invoice for all those followers in the next yeah, couple sure. of days. Yeah, yeah. Twenty pounds a follower. A follower. <laughs> Twenty pounds. <laughs> uh, We've right. just spoke about how bad the algorithm is. It's not worth it. <laughs> Raf, I've absolutely loved this. I will catch you on the other side. Thank you very, very I'll much for coming. I'll see you on. next month. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Love the girl, love what she stands for, loves what she does, 
in the fitness industry she is a wonderful wonderful person from the soul and you can really feel that whenever you come into Claire's presence I'm delighted that she is going to be coming to Jump Live and I 100% believe and know every single person who sees Claire speak will get incredible value um, love to know what you thought of that podcast we certainly had uh, a really really good time doing it um, tickets for Jump Live in the, the link in the bio would love to see you there catch you guys soon massive thank you as always to Podium for Sport for continuing to support this podcast and for supporting me through my journey as I do the Ironman Lanzarote May 23rd 2020 you are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.